Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with an episode of Calling How I See It. Come on in. The water's just fine. Doggone it, I'm fired up. I know I'm a little behind because usually this come out Friday morning. This coming out Friday evening. You know, life comes at you fast. But I'm here, doggone it. And I, I, I got something to say. I No, I got a lot to say. What we calling this, we calling this show Run the Damn Ball. Run the Damn Ball. Let's get right on into it. Okay, so y'all are familiar with the Jets. I want to rap about the Jets for a little bit. All right, so check me out. I don't know if y'all watch Hard Knocks a little bit, but I, I watch it when I can. And I've got the second episode, I saw um, Robert Sala, the head coach, cut into the offensive line because, you know, they line is a really suspect, which I've talked about. I've talked about they line being suspect. I do think they got problems. So he highlighted on the show what I thought about. Okay, now. An episode later, I see Randall Cobb, who came over with Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, talking about receivers running the wrong wrong routes, saying, you know, hey, Aaron known for going off. Like, he known for going off, and it's cool right now, but this thing keep going on, might get ugly around here. Might get ugly. Now, just, I don't know if it's coincidence or timing or what, because I don't know when this stuff gets recorded. I have no idea. But what I do know is Corey Davis, the wide receiver, retired. Now, so I'm looking at Corey Davis retired. I'm like, dang, Corey Davis retired? Okay. So I'm looking at their receiving core, and I'm looking at, okay, Gary Wilson, he cool, he young. And uh, Alan Lazard, he, he nice, he all right. And there's a lot of meat left on that bone everywhere else. And I told y'all already, I, I'm kind of – I'm kind of suspect on the Jets already. I actually think the Bills are still going to win that division. But my thing is, like I said, Aaron Rodgers in his heyday when he had them buzz-killing type Packers, they they wasn't winning the, play, the championships and Super Bowls with that. So if he wasn't winning with that kind of stuff when they had weapons everywhere, when he had a running attack, why would I believe that he would win a Super Bowl now? So I'm just kind of – out on the Jets, I think they on. I think I think they got a ceiling that caps out before they get to the Super Bowl. Cool. Well, so I'm looking at a a receiving core that's you know leaves a lot to be desired. A quarterback who's still very good, still very good. A defense that's solid, but an offensive line that's suspect. But what you do have are running backs. You got thoroughbreds. You got Dalvin Cook. You got Michael Carter. And you got Brees Hall. I can make a strong case. That is the best running tandem in the league. I don't think anybody got the horses that the New York Jets got. I know you got Aaron Rodgers. I know he's all-time great. I'm not saying he's washed up or anything like that. But what he's going to be able to do with the passing attack is going to be limited because Alan Lazar is cool, Garrett Wilson's cool, but I just don't think they're going to go. I just don't think. This is just going to be an air raid like that. I, I just don't believe that. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. You know, I call it how I see it. But I think they are going to be better served running the football, putting it in with Dalvin Cook, putting it with Brees Hall, putting it with Michael Carter. Because what you're going to do, you're going to dominate time of possession, you're going to wear down the defense, and you're going to keep them honest because you do got Aaron Rodgers. You do got Garrett Wilson. Alan Lazard's okay. You know what I mean? You, and Randall Cobb, you know, what's left of him, you know, he going to give you something. I do think he can make something with nothing, but I think you're going to be better off running that football. 
and Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, you, you know, you can get some screen. You can, you know, put them, equate them in the passing game. But I think that's where their money going to be. If they're going to do anything with prosperity, they're going to need to be a run-first offense. That's the only way I see them doing it because I know they got Aaron Rodgers and everybody's fired up, and it's going to be fun to watch. But if they ain't running that football accordingly, it's, it's going to get ugly in New York. And I don't know if they're going to do what they think they're going to do. Are they a good team? Yes. I'm not saying they frauds. I'm not saying they bad. I'm not saying nothing like that. What I am saying, I don't think they're as good as what some people think they are. But I think they can get closer to that Super Bowl caliber if they are you know, a run-based team. You have to run the football. You got the horses. Nobody's going to be able to run the football like the New York Jets. I could be wrong on that because I think Dallas is going to be able to run it very well. I think uh, quiet is kept. I think Carolina's going to be able to run it pretty well. I think Philly's going to be able to run it pretty well. I think Baltimore is going to be able to run it pretty well. But I don't think there is going to be a damn soul out there that can do it like the Jets. Why? Because it's three of them. You got three horses. Run the damn football. That's all you got to do. And when they try to load the box up, well, guess what? You still got a four-time MVP in Aaron Rodgers. And you do got a decent wide receiver core. It's not bad. It's just decent. You know, when we think about wide receivers out there, you know, we think of, when we think about, like, tandems and groups, you know, we think of people like Seattle, you know, where they got – Jigba and uh, Jacksonville Jigba, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, you know, something like that. Or we go to Miami where they got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, something like that. You know what I mean? Or where they got Jamar Chase, you know, T. Higgins, something like that. You know, or, or uh, the Chiefs where they got stuff everywhere, something like that. Or even hell, even let, I, I let them tell it. You know, Minnesota, the Vikings, they might have a nice tandem with Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. Well, they, they saying it's burning it up. Or the Chargers with Keenan Allen, Mike Wallace, and Quentin Johnson. You know, stuff like that. We're not looking at the Jets receiving core like that for real. Not really. Garrett Wilson, he's cool, but he's young. You need thoroughbreds out there. You need horses out there. So I don't think they're going to be able to peel the top back. And that's okay. You can be a tough and rugged football team because you got the defense like that. Their defense is solid. Their defense is swole. They've been drinking milk. But if you try to let Aaron save the day, I don't know how far you're getting. But if you put them with, with them running backs, I think that's how you do it. And you're going to be able to beat up a lot of teams. That's how they need to do it. Which brings me uh, to the uh, the Colts. <laughs> I'm I'm done with you. I've talked about the running back and the value thing, but I, I'm I'm done with I'm done hearing about this whole value thing with the running backs. I'm done with it because I think Jim Irsay. Number one, I'm not sure if Jim Irsay value, value sees value knows talent when he sees it or appreciates it how he should appreciate it. Because it's the same dude that let Marshall Falk walk too, and we know what Marshall Falk turned into after he left the Colts. But what I'm saying is, we heard him say, "Oh, you know, live or die. They're not gonna remember me or Jonathan Taylor. They're gonna remember the Colts." And we said he said he wasn't gonna pay him. He said he was 
He said all these things that pretty much made Johnny Taylor seem like, hey, man, I ain't, you ain't talking about nothing, man. We're going to live or die without you. But at the same time, when he did allow a trade, he said, oh, he want a first-round pick. So wait a minute. He ain't valuable, but you want a first-round pick for him? If he wasn't valuable like that, you'd do like a third round, second round, seventh round, you know, cash ex exception, something like that. But you want a first-round pick for Jonathan Taylor? A first round. So you want to jack the price up sky high for somebody else, but you don't want to pay it. And excuse me, Jonathan Taylor is the best player on the Colts. And I love Anthony Richardson. I think Anthony Richardson is going to be cool. I think he's going to be nice. I think he's going to be a better athlete than quarterback. I, I will have to wait and see because I'll be real. I didn't see him in Florida. I, I saw him. I didn't hear about him before the combine. But I don't think he's just going to be somebody that's going to pick you apart. I think somebody like that, you need a Jonathan Taylor. But they, we, we'll see what happens with that because they don't want to do right. But if you don't value, if you don't, don't tell me you, he's not valuable, then ask for a top pick. Because if, he, if you didn't think he was valuable like that, you wouldn't be asking for a first round. You'd be happy with a third round, whatever. You, 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 wouldn't, be, you, you wouldn't be asking like that. Now, that brings me to the Chiefs. Now, I'm pretty sure you asked yourself, now, Diesel, what this got to do with the Chiefs? Because they also having some contract disputes with Chris Jones. They, it's, it's some uh, trouble on the river over there. Long, fast forward, seemed like that holdout might last all year. All year. Now, they need Chris Jones. Losing Tyreek Hill and losing Chris Jones is two totally different things. We talking about one of the best defensive players in football. We talking about somebody that's what holds that defense together. We talking about somebody that can get after the quarterback. We talking about somebody that's going that can stonewall a lot and save a, a you know save the Chiefs a lot of trouble. But you don't want to pay him. You don't want to pay the best thing about your defense. Why? Why not? When something's a value, you're going to pay for it. I don't care what it is. Never mind football. If something's valuable, it's nothing worth having is going to be cheap. Like, if you get a cheap car, well, guess what? Don't be mad when your check engine light come on or your radiator bust or your tires fall out or, your, you know, your, your undercarriage is gyrotted. Don't be mad about that. If you if you living in, like, you know, if you buy something cheap, like you live in, you try to buy a cheap house, don't be mad when it's, you know, it's dry riding and there's mold in there and you got roaches or you're in a suspect part of town. You know, don't don't be mad about that. But when things in expensive in life, you got to pay for it. You got to pay for it. If you don't pay for it, guess what? You're going to suffer the consequences. What are the consequences in, with the Chiefs in this case? Glad you asked. Uh, well, you are about to watch them get a hole ran in them. If Chris Jones ain't plugging up front, you watch what teams do in the running game. And with the Lions, you, 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 with teams like the Lions, the Jaguars, uh, they play the Chargers twice. I think Josh Jacobs and all of them, I think they're going to figure that out, or I hope so. But you, they are going to have a hard time stopping the run. And if you don't stop the run, guess what? You, well, you'll make the playoffs. I'm not going to say that. They'll make the playoffs, but they – they, you count Super Bowl over with, which I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl anyway because I don't think you can just shoot out every team like that in the league. But what you think you're going to do, 
you just bring that on down a couple notches. You need to pay Chris Jones. But if you don't pay Chris Jones, you, my friend, need to spend some money on Jonathan Taylor. Why? Because you are in a win-now window. Y'all trying to get these buckets. Y'all trying to get these tubs. Y'all trying to chase forever. Y'all trying to stay in prosperity. And if you add Jonathan Taylor to Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and the rest of the Cosby kids that's out there on offense with that, guess what? I don't think you can get to a Super Bowl, but I might be wrong about it. I wouldn't bet against them. I'll tell you that because what you can do, you can play keep away with a Jonathan Taylor. And you might be able to beat a beat a team in a shootout. That might be the best. If you had Jonathan Taylor with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, never mind the greatest show on turf, this might be the best offense in NFL history. Better than the greatest show on turf. Better than Randy Moss and uh, Tom Brady. Better than get your popcorn ready with Chad Johnson and T.O. Better than all that. That might be an offense better than anything we ever seen. Now, with an offense, with an all-time great offense, you don't think that's worth that's worth a couple first-round draft picks? Because again, you the Chiefs, you ain't rebuilding. Everything you got is is set. You locked and loaded. So what you need picks for? The Rams said it best. F them picks. They traded their picks off, and it. I mean, they kind of down getting. You know, they finna get their teeth kicked in now. But it worked out for them at the time, at least till Andrew Whitworth retired. So I think the Chiefs, it would, it would do them a, a good a bill of goods if they uh if if they traded if they traded their first round picks for Jonathan Taylor and pay him okay we'll pay him if you don't want to pay Chris Jones who are you gonna pay you got Patrick Mahomes sold up Travis Kelsey I mean I think you you can make something work with that so why not pay him you gonna have to pay somebody. Because apparently they don't want to pay nobody. So if you don't want to spend the money, what you spending the money on? What? What? The, the quote my homeboy Deontay. What are we doing here? You got to pay these players because the pay the players is going. The, the it can't all be about the quarterback. I know quarterbacks are important. I, I know that, but the quarterback is not the only thing that make it go. For example, if you go into McDonald's, yeah, you see the cashier, but guess what? You need the cook. No restaurant is going to do anything without the damn, you know, monsters in the kitchen. And you need to pay the monsters in the kitchen. You need your Chris Jones. You need your running backs. You need to run the damn football. And if you know, we know a running game. Never, I mean, people say what they want to about the running back. But I think we can all agree a run game is important. And if you want a strong run game, don't you want some people that can do something for you in the run game? Don't you want a Jonathan Taylor? Somebody that's going to make a defense honest because, oh, we already got to deal with Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and all that. Now we got to deal with Jonathan Taylor? That's not for, worth a first-round draft pick? Now, again, it depend, is he worth a first-round draft pick depending on the team? If I'm somebody like the Chiefs or Philly or the Cowboys, yes. If I'm a team like Carolina or uh, who else rebuilding, or the Texans or the Cardinals, no. It depends on who you are. If I'm a team that I can do something, Yes. If I'm a team like the Bills, yes. I, I would. If I'm a team like the Bears, no. It depends on where you are and what you feel like your team can do. If you feel like you got something that can really do something, then yeah. Now, truth be told, the, the coach needs to be paying Jonathan Taylor. Really? 
because they ain't got a damn soul to be paying. I don't know who they paying. They ain't got no all-pro wide receivers. Anthony Richardson's on a rookie deal. DeForest Buckner, yeah, he cool, but you ain't got no other monsters uh, out there on defense. Uh, so where's your money at? Who are you paying? That's what I don't understand. If you're not going to pay the best people on your team, then who are you going to pay? You can't get pennies on the dollar for everything. I know it's a business. I understand, but it doggone it, it take money to make money. Who can't understand that? You gonna have to spend that bread. And if the player choose to take a deal or take less money, okay, fine. But don't be mad at somebody knowing what they worth. Because guess what? Y'all owners, y'all ain't taking less money either. So don't be mad when they don't want to take less money either. Y'all got the money. I get it if you I can I can understand it kinda if you like something like the Cowboys where they got stars everywhere and they gotta worry about a Micah Parsons or a, uh Tony Pollard, let them tell that he gonna be something, or CeeDee Lamb who gonna need the bank. I okay, I I I got you. Cause you, you only got so much to spread around and Trayvon Diggs. So you got stuff everywhere. But that's not what the Colts situation. That they don't have that problem. So what are we doing? You got to pay these players. If you the, if you the Colts, you got to appreciate your talent. If you are the uh, the Chiefs, you need to appreciate your talent. And if you ain't going if you don't appreciate that, then you need to doggone it, maximize on the strength. You got to maximize on the strength because you are in for a rude awakening, a rude awakening. If you think you can just get by with what you have, because when you're in low scoring games and when y'all do, when it is a tough day in the office on offense, guess what? You can't deploy, uh, depend on a big, big time stop. You're going to find out real quick. You find out really quick. And if you the Jets, you got what you need. Run the damn football. And maybe that is their game plan. I don't know because we ain't, we ain't seen it yet. But you need to let them horses run. Because, again, you got thoroughbreds out there. You got the best running attack in football as a, as a group. So why not use that? You're not going to put too much wear and tear on either one. Dalvin Cook, he played all, he played all the games last year. Brees Hall, he hurt. But I mean, he said he ready to go. But if you want to ease him in slow, that's probably what you got Dalvin Cook for. And guess what? If you want to take the load off them, you still got Michael Carter. So I, I don't see – I think that's the way to go. And, again, I like Aaron Rodgers. He's cool. He's great. But the receivers, I think it's only so far the receivers are going to take you. And guess what? When you're running the ball, that makes it easier on your offensive line because they can just, I, I just open up a hole and, and plug and go. That maybe they're, maybe they're better at run blocking than they are pass blocking. That, that's, that's what I think. But – Speaking of uh, quarterbacks, I want to talk about Dak Prescott. So I'm, I'm going to go to bat for Dak Prescott a little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm not too – y'all know I got Dallas at minimum going to the NFC Championship. And obviously I got Dak on the team. But I, I, I'm, I'm ready to defend on Dak. 
I don't think I think I don't I think we're a little too hard on about these interceptions. Yeah, interceptions aren't a bad thing, but I'm not gonna be bad at somebody for taking a risk. Cause sometimes, you know, you you take a risk, you know, no, you miss all the shots you never take. And he's not the only receiver that I mean quarterback to throw double digit interceptions. Peyton Manning did it. Tom Brady did it like his whole career. Brett Favre, y'all love Brett Favre. You know, he threw a lot of interceptions. A lot of these all-time great quarterbacks, look at their interceptions. So, what, just just because, what? And all of them ain't winning Super Bowls like that either. And some of these low low passing interceptions, look what they did. Carson Wentz, you know, he I think he threw like seven picks last year. How, how, you know, where is he at? You see what I mean? Aaron Rodgers, he threw like nine. But, you know, where is he at? You know, just because you're throwing low interceptions don't mean you you got a winning quarterback. That's that's not what that means. So I just I think we need to take it a little easy on Dak with the interceptions because we are talking about somebody that scored a, the Cowboys behind the Chiefs. They scored more points than anybody, and he was top ten in passing touchdowns last year. And he missed them games like y'all love to highlight. So if y'all want to. Highlight the bad with him leading the league in interception, missing some games. Okay, well, guess what? He was still top 10 in passing touchdowns, too. So think about how many more tubs he could have thrown. Again, I'm not saying – again, I ain't have Dak in my top 10. But I don't think he's as, as at the bottom of the barrel either. And those interceptions aren't always a bad thing, especially if you can bounce back from it. Now, I'm not saying it's all right for him to go out there and throw five a game. That's That's not cool. But – I'm not going to be mad at somebody for taking risks. Because sometimes when you're a risk taker, you're out there just trying to make it happen, you're going to make mistakes. Shoot. I mean, we all mess up at our jobs sometimes. Shoot, I messed up at my job today. Not colossal. It was small. But, you know, I'm not I'm not leading the company in mistakes either. So, <laughs> But I digress. But anyway, um, no. I'm, I'm not killing him for that. You just move on past it. Because, again, I, I've seen quarterbacks, you know, have, you know, 20 interceptions and 19 and hell Jameis Winston had 30 interceptions I've seen all that that don't mean he's gonna be a bad player now I might be right about all this I might be wrong I don't know I'm just calling it how I see it I'm out